How do you know this? That's what I do. I drink and I know things. The truth is, I am Iron Man. Wherever I go, he goes. When people ask you what happened here, tell them the North remembers. And here we go. What's up, guys? You're listening to Not Another Movie Pod. I'm Luke Goosens with Zach Williamson and Ross Cutsforth. This episode, we're talking chapter 12. All right, so we can start talking. Let's do it. Start talk it like I walk it. Walk it like I talk it. Ooh. I'm watching a little man, Baby Yoda, trying to solve the wiring. That's a lot of pressure on Baby Yoda. Yeah, straight up. Mixing up the wires, and then you give him two wires that could possibly shock themselves? Man. That's mean. He's a force user. He's got it. He is 50 years old, too. So Yeah, but his brain develops very slowly, apparently. He's tougher than a, a human baby, I think. Right, yeah. He just wore it. He got shocked yeah. <laughs> for a solid three seconds there. He's good. He's drinking water and eating again. I like that part, too, where they showed Mando drinking water, and you see Baby Yoda trying to peep up into his little mask. Yep. Trying to see what he looks like. Anyway... So thoughts, where are we going to start with this one? What did you think about the episode, Luke? I thought it was kind of cool how they're giving backstory to the films a little bit. With what? What do you think? That was Snoke, right? They are building little Snoke skis. Are you talking about the tank scene? Yeah. What are those soldiers that are in the bays at the end? Those are dark troopers. Oh, they're not death troopers? Those, those are dark troopers? No, nah, the death troopers were the ones in Rogue One, those guys in all yeah. black. The shiny? Yeah, I think, I think you're right. Oh, Dark Troopers? Yeah, these are like robots. Are they robots or humanoid? Fucking, are they like Spartans from Halo? Yeah, maybe they're like Terminators. That would be so sick. <laughs> this is the first time there's ever been a mention of them in canon because it goes straight to the Legends thing if you look it up on fandom. It says advanced battle droids with heavy plating of a Stormtrooper, jump packs. So it could be that. Maybe they're adapting into something new. Why wasn't this in Force Awakens? Well, maybe because it's a different crew. This is still the Empire, and that was the First, first order. order. But it does seem like this episode is tying these guys directly to the First Order, doesn't it? Yeah, I would say a little bit, yeah. Like it's just rebrand. Mm-hmm. Or they'd realize maybe finally that, yeah, we're not going to make it as the Empire, but we could come back as something else, or we need to just build up somewhere. Yeah, soft opening is the First Order. See if the people like it. If they don't, we can rebrand again. <laughs> yeah, I think those are dark troopers, which that'll tie. We'll see that right away. I guess you got to give something formidable to a Jedi, right? Yeah. I think this next episode is going to be pretty sick. Seeing Ahsoka clash with that elite unit. Maybe they forget the technology somehow. It gets blown up. They lose these troops that they already have made. That little you mean there's no backups, had. is what you're saying? Yeah, or the designs would go down with them. With. What we saw in Rogue One where it showed in all the files that the Empire keeps, I feel like they would copy that technology into a hard drive or something. That was when Empire was on top. That's this true. Is, this is scattered <laughs> Empire. <laughs> this is little remnants. There's Moff and there's probably another Moff who's like, fuck those guys. I'm running my own little Imperial Rebellion. Yeah, the other Moff's probably like, I'm the Moff here. Yeah, and this is and this makes it seem like before it might have been that Moff Gideon was something different than the First Order, but now it almost seems like 
the first order is tied to these guys directly with that Snoke tease that Luke's talking about. Or they snag the technology or something like that, but it seems there's connection. Do you guys think there's going to be any Siths in this era that we don't know about? I hope not, man. If they start doing shit like that, I think you fuck with the lore too much. But it is a galaxy when you think about it. It's like a, a tr- like a true Sith. Yeah, or not a more like a Sith assassin, like not a fully fledged Sith, but somebody who uses the dark side. Assassin. Yeah, yeah. assassin. Uh, did he have apprentices besides his brother? Oh, yeah. just uh, savage, oppress. That was his only apprentice that I know of. That we know of, right? Yeah, we know that Dark Talon or Talon or whatever was supposed to be one. What if they tie that in somehow? They bring that back. I don't know. That would be interesting. And then seeing as Ahsoka fight this a Sith or a Sith assassin, I guess technically, but something like a Sith affiliate. I don't know what they would technically a Sith be. Affiliate. Sith. <laughs> Like, like, what do you? I don't even know what you call them. Technically, what was Ben Solo when he was Kylo Ren? They're Sith affiliates, man. They're not real. They're not official. The Knights of Ren or whatever. Was he a Sithling? I just made that up, actually. I think pretty much, man. We can call whatever the fuck we want because it's not. (laughs) It's not Sith Lord. That would be cool, man. If they tied in holocrons and all that, where you could train, learn. Wait, wouldn't he just be considered a Sith apprentice? Yeah, but you'd have to you'd have to be an apprentice to a Sith, which well, I guess Palpatine or whatever it was, Snoke. I don't even understand. Okay, so was Snoke? This is I know we're talking about the last movie again, but yeah. was Snoke? Did he was think he on Sith? his own at all? Like, did he have his own thoughts at all that were manipulated by Palpatine, or was it legit Palpatine in this ugly ass body? That's the thing that sucks is they don't ex- they don't explain it at all unless they came out with some literary materials afterwards. They did. I, I didn't even want to try to. I saw all the stuff that went viral about it. Ray's dad is a clone of Palpatine, so it's her dad's Palpatine. That kind of stuff. What the it. fuck? <laughs> yeah, see, like, it's so stupid that I didn't even bother looking into more of it because it was like, well, that is, if that's the answer, that is trash. When the stormtroopers crash into each other on the speeder bikes, just shows how trash they are again. When they came down that mountain, I'm like, damn, these are some bad motherfuckers, dude. They really know how to fucking mob on those bikes. Even when they crashed, dude, they're going fast down this hill. Those guys are crazy. She did this crazy stunt off the side of it, and they just followed. Like, whatever, dude. That's what I thought, too. Ross, you're right. They ended up just being doofuses, and they're getting shot at. They fucked up anyway. Their entrance was sick. Them flying off, I was like, oh, shit. And then the one who made it at the bottom, when he pivoted with his foot off the ground, he must have been the one who got blown <laughs> to shreds at the very end. Must have. Which also, I have actually a tiny problem with that. If you're playing a video game and you know that there's some fucker on your vehicle and you spin, you'd probably shoot immediately. There wouldn't be any sort of reaction. 100%. Yeah. Star Wars dough. Like, I thought that guy was going to get blown away before he even did any sort of reaction. Also, the dogfight with the TIE fighters was honestly pretty stellar. I know we were just talking so much shit about the Razor Crest last week and how it can't <laughs> handle dogfights with X-Wings. Nah. But I think X-Wings are better ships, though, than TIE Wings. TIE Wings seem unconventional. Their wings are so big. Yeah, Dude, and, you, and you have no fucking peripheral vision. All you can see is right <laughs> in front of you. Right, yeah. you got to have those backup cameras or something because how the fuck? Something, dude. Right. I wonder how three of them get snuck up on. How did four TIE fighters not take out one troop transport ship? <laughs> They're so trash. I'm just saying. They all four light them up at one time. One of those lasers are going to hit. You know what it sounds like is that 
the Empire never adapted to how the X-Wing took out them in the trenches. Why didn't they make a ship that could defend that properly? Yeah, that would have been cool if it was addressed in a movie. I guess because this is leftover shit, you're just kind of scrambling with what you have. Yeah, they ain't doing no fucking R&D right now. Well, I mean, they're trying to develop a and a Yoda. That's true. Something with Baby Yoda with the M count. That must have been the Snoke thing. And yeah, they, they were taking his else. little life forces or whatever and putting in baby Snoke. Well, I was maybe wondering, what if they were somehow, like Ross was saying, where they're mixing droid and the M count to those trooper things, which would be something new completely. I think it's the robots, though. It seems like they're droids. Wait, you think... Wait, are you talking about the dark troopers right now? Yeah, the dark troopers. You think they're infusing them with some of that blood? No. I don't think Give so. Give them, like, some Sith powers? That'd be cool, but I don't. I don't think there's. I don't think they're doing that. I don't know if they'd want to spread what little blood they had around all those troops. I don't know. If it'd probably dilute it. See, this is something that I. I don't know if I can believe in is Giancarlo Esposito's mustache. <laughs> the biggest <laughs> debate of the show. Honestly, I think he should just shave it off. It's like a half-ass mustache anyway. He's just better without the stash. Yeah, maybe he didn't want to look like Gus. He didn't want to look like Gus completely. Or the guy from The Boys. He's like, give me that stash. That Western style. Dude, but that's his bad guy look, you know? He just got to roll with it then. Looking clean. Do you guys see they had the statue of IG-11 in the back? That was a cool little plug. Yeah, that was cool. When he Before he goes into school. Oh. When they show the guy who's, filling, who's fixing the ship, they show him for one split second. You already know it's, all right, this guy's a fucker, man. He's, <laughs> all right. He's I thought he was going to put a bomb on the ship or something like that. Right. Tracking beam. That makes sense. Makes sense. Damn, when all the kids started making fun of Baby Yoda, too, was, that's, uh, what do you call that? Alienism. What? All these, all these humans. Trying to start a hashtag anti-bullying campaign. Right. Save Baby Yoda. Mm-hmm. Or what? Wouldn't that be racism? Wouldn't racism be within your own species? No, because that's all the same race. Baby Yoda's not human. That's like legit racism. You know? Well, I guess, yeah. Because <laughs> they're separate races. Right. Oh, wait, no. That would be like speciesism. Yeah, they're separate species. That's what I was saying. Speciesism. Speciesism. Yeah. Speciesism. Speciesism. Also, this kid, just give Baby Yoda one fucking little thing, bro. You have a whole pack. Fucking millennials. <laughs> They don't know how to share. I think that that little kid was a millennial, or I guess Gen Z. Yeah, Gen Z. Young. This kid probably has TikTok. Probably, God. <laughs> Baby just Yoda just steals all his shit. <laughs> he's such a little fucker, man. He flexes on everyone as soon as they they don't give him what he wants. He's like, "All right, dude, I asked nicely." Damn, and in that dogfight when he's spinning, Baby Yoda putting his hands up, cheering. But that was great. Right. There was a lot of there was so many good Baby yeah. Yoda moments in this episode. That was a good one. Yeah. Pukes at the end of it. Every scene, I never I never really felt like he was in danger in this episode, too, actually, because they put him away in the school, and he actually felt like, okay, we can focus on this other part of the story. We don't have to actually pay attention to Baby Yoda at the moment. It makes the other characters get chances to stand out. He's just too strong. Yeah, he's the best character. For sure, he can't be fucked with you. And he, like him, even raising his hands. You know, they're not. There's nothing gonna happen to them there. They're like focused on him. Just this is like a theme park ride. The Disneyland ad. I can't believe they brought the blue guy back, but he didn't annoy me as much as I thought he was going to. What's Apollo Creed's name? Carl Weathers. Yeah, he was just Carl Weathers' bitch the whole time, so it was okay. Right, <laughs> three hundred fifty years. 
I'm dead. Fucking Christ. Well, now only down to what? 220? More than that, I think. I don't remember. Bro, isn't that called like indentured servitude? Yeah, that's what I was thinking too. Right. He he still gets paid, I think. Right. Uh, Akin to slavery. Hey, man, he's getting paid. Yeah. He could be frozen in carbonite. I thought it was cool because I was like, all right, not, not all the characters are perfectly good. This guy... He's got some fucked up qualities too. <laughs> Which one? Carl Weathers? I mean, an indentured. Yeah. Right. <laughs> yeah, he's got like indentured slave. slave. Fuck. But That's a good point. Yeah, I guess. He's just not a perfect character. In this episode, though, they didn't even need this guy because you could have Carl Weathers. He could be the one to unlock the lock on the building. That would give him more, his character more skills, showing, okay, this guy can do it all. What else did he do? He pressed all the buttons on the lever to get the lava up. He brought up that video. Of the doctor with the glasses. Oh, right. He did do that part, too. Yeah. I mean, he must have some skills, because why was he being targeted for bounty hunting? He stole a bunch of money, right? I can't even remember what he was He must have some for. technical abilities. Yeah. Right. That's a good point. I guess that's something you give to him. Between those three guys, Cara Dune, Carl Weathers, and Mando, they, they could have figured some of that stuff. It's fine, though. His character didn't annoy me as much as I thought it was going to. I really like the world building in this episode. The lesson that was happening while the kids were getting taught was cool little world building and coming back to a familiar place from season one and showing how it's progressed since all the events happened in season one have happened. The first part of this episode, it was very, it wasn't actually that intense. Well, I guess there was that scene where they show Cara Dune uh, going in the armorer's room. I guess we don't know what happened to the armor. She ditched and left her little pet. In the concept art, they showed the pet had like flame breath. Flame breath. Yeah, that wasn't in the episode. Oh, what? So they could bring that back, I guess. Uh, they didn't include that. Caradune's little ferret thing. Ferret was about to get his head lopped off, dude. Of that entire little sequence, that was the best yeah. part of it. They were, I was like, holy shit, man. They're going to actually kill this little thing. Yeah. Talking about how you eat him. Damn. It's like, these guys are some hard motherfuckers. Right. That was a tense moment in between the first part of that episode because it was very innocent. Otherwise, they had Baby Yoda in school. Baby Yoda was trying to solve the wiring shit. Which was just kind of more funny than tense. Right. Yeah, that was just a good Baby Yoda moment. You know what I They don't even have a name for this guy. His name's just Mithril. Isn't that their species? Yeah. <laughs> so <laughs> fucked Mithril. up. Dude, they don't give this guy a name. What guy? The, the blue fish. The blue guy. That's the oh. species name. That's kind of funny. Yeah. What are the thoughts y'all have? Well, that was a pretty um, good episode. Overall? Yeah. Carl Weathers, he directed it too. Really? Yeah. Wow. Right. Exactly. Do you know who directs the next episode? Dave Filoni. Well, he writes the next okay. one. So I'm assuming he's directing it mm-hmm. too. I think next episode is going to be top three episode. Damn, you're putting your high. You're Both putting. Season. You're putting your. Uh, He's putting all his fucking chips on Ahsoka Tana. Right, man. I'm putting it out there. Top three. Unless some bullshit intervenes somehow on the way there. He has one more side mission. <laughs> no. No, nah, it feels like this next one is when the whole buildup of five episodes is about to happen. Next episode. What's interesting, man, is we don't know anything that's happening going forward. There's been nothing in the marketing. Nothing in the trailers was released up until this episode, which is crazy. This episode's going to be sick. Tatooine? Some more Boba Fett, maybe? Or Boba Fett intercepts him on his way to Ahsoka? No, I'm talking about after Ahsoka. That seems like that's for sure happening next episode. Wait, where are these two planets that he's traveling between located in the 
Star Wars map. I got no idea. It's all outer rim. Yeah. So I'm saying if Tatooine is in between those two planets, maybe Boba Fett. They're close enough that you don't have to really do light speed. So they must be really close. <laughs> yeah, they have to be insanely close. How long would it take to travel to the moon? In what, in his Razor Crest? No, I'm <laughs> saying <laughs> if you're flying off from Earth, how long does it take? Oh, fuck, dude. Look it up. Oh, I think two or three days. That's it? To, Maybe to get to the moon from there to like a week, I would say it's it probably takes about three around. days for a spacecraft to reach the moon. Wow, that's not bad. So, what? What do you mean? Three fucking days? That's fucking out in space, dude. That's, that's far away. seventy-two hours. <laughs> but you see where you're going the whole time, at least in the that's pitch true. black. <laughs> <laughs> there's there's light that reflects at some point, dude. Fuck <laughs> that. <laughs> I thought you'd have such a cool view of the Earth the whole time, too. Okay. Dude. Well, how fast do you think Mando's traveling between these places? Because he got, without light speed, he got to two different planets. No problem, it seemed. In a ship that was well, that barely How do you know that he didn't do light speed, dude? Because his ship was fucking limping along. It was after a bunch of spiders jumped on it. <laughs> so it had to, there was no light speed jumping then. What's the max speed of the Razor Crest, though? I I was asking you, Ross. I figured you knew that shit like off the dome or something. <laughs> that that's insanely specific. <laughs> During that time, a spacecraft travels two hundred forty thousand miles. Let's check this. Let's do the math, John. Two hundred forty thousand miles divided by seventy-two. Damn, that's three thousand three hundred thirty-three miles per hour. It's pretty fast. <laughs> that's pretty quick, bro. That guy moving. That's so sick. Think about that, though. You're just flying, dog. Like You're just fucking mobbing, dude. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> dude, that's one freight train that you can't slow down. <laughs> How fast do airplanes go? Not that fast. Like, <laughs> like 500 like, miles an hour, five I guess. Five to 600. Yeah, like five to 600 miles per hour. We need that tech on Earth, man. Damn, Daniel. We'd be fucking... Bro, I'd be... In San oh. Francisco, <laughs> two minutes, minutes. <laughs> so fast. <laughs> two minutes, dude. I'll see. Hey, Legit. I'll see you in two. For real, man. So you fly. Okay, so that's why that makes sense. Three days, homies are moving. No, four sixty to five hundred seventy-five miles per hour. Yeah, right on. You're so right on, Ross. <laughs> six times as much. Damn. It's uh, damn. it's really fast. Wow. Look, or Ross, look up the. Look up the distance between, what was that water planet called? What? Uh, tr- wait, Trask? Look up that. Yeah, Trask was one of them. The outer rim. I want to know, because <laughs> we can figure out how fast yeah. these tools are going. No other pod is given that kind of evaluation right there, you know? <laughs> we still have to find this shit out. Cara Dune had a good kill when she smashed that scout trooper into the wall. That was brutal. Big rip. Was that a killer or a knockout? <laughs> that shit exploded in the wall. Done. The his scout trooper or his scout car or whatever. Yeah, he he was completely crushed in between that thing and the wall. He got fucked up. It looks like when they take off with the Tie Fighters, there was some other Tie Fighters that were around, but there was explosions around them, so maybe they could only get to the close ones. Damn, Mandalore and Dathomir are so close. Oh, are you still looking into this shit? Yeah. Okay, where the fuck is this place? If you can't find it, dog, don't even worry about it. We'll move on. It's not, 
you know, they're moving fast. So I found what was the name I of that Tatooine. planet? The water one was Trask, but it's in the uh, Cole Ivan system. What was the planet that we introduced Mandalorian, where he tells that guy, the blue guy, he bags that guy and brings him off? That was the same planet as the last one with the snow. Yeah. yeah. What was that place called though? I don't know. Google Mandalorian episode one or yeah, episode one synopsis or wiki on it. Episode one. Yep. Wait, wouldn't it be episode ten? No, because what I'm saying or or one. I'm saying episode yeah. one and episode ten. They had the same ice planet. It was just a different part of the planet. That's a hostile planet. Damn, crate is so close to Naboo. Literally right next to each other. The Star Wars galaxy is pretty fleshed out. Yeah, there are many planets. The canon one? Damn, I didn't know that. There's there, a canon one? I this I don't there is a canon one, but I don't know anymore what's canon or not. You know, like a completely mapped out map of the Star Wars universe would be sweet. Maybe I'll make it. Wait, I'm sending it to you right now, Zach. The canon one? Sent to you too. Yeah. Oh yeah. So this is canon, interesting. What? Damn, you cannot zoom out on this shit because then it's just impossible to read. Yeah. <laughs> Why is there one, two, three, four, five circles? I'm confused. What do you mean about one, two? He's talking about oh, when you zoom oh, out. The There's, it, I sectors. don't know. I, I'm zoomed back in. They're all that. the same, though. What's Naboo in? That's kind of out there. Naboo. Yeah. Naboo's pretty close to Tatooine. Where's the outer rim? North, like northeast. I think Naboo is just short of the outer rim. I think it's in the mid rim, but it is in a sector that's connected to the outer rim, though. Hachito, that's deep as fuck. Okay, so Endor's deep. Yeah, all these ones are deep because they were trying to hide shit. Mustafar's deep. Dagobah's deep. Tatooine. Okay, here we go. Outer rim. Oh, so they do lines differently. They, I thought there was a line that would go all the way around. There kind of is. Yeah, that makes sense. Naboo and Tatooine, that makes sense that they're not that far away from each other because that's how they ran away to it in episode one. Kamino is close to Naboo. That makes sense. Palpatine. I can't find any fucking planets, dude. <laughs> Which ones are we looking yeah, for? Yeah, Dagobah. Damn, Dagobah and Utapau are both really far out. And Mustafar, shit. Damn, Alderaan was in the cut. It was right next to Coruscant. Yeah, I can't oh, fucking damn. find any of this shit, so we can move on. Let's move on. I bet Alderaan had so many people that, that live there. Like a ridiculous amount. Probably billions. <laughs> it seemed like a pretty prosperous planet. I bet they have a canon population on that. Okay, this is true. Oh, just it's what's two billion? Damn, Earth's bigger than that? Wow. Yeah. Hmm. Okay. What else we got? What else we talking about? I thought this episode did a good job of world building. Oh, we could rate it. That's what we could do. I'm going to give it an Ocho Ocho. 88, damn. So best episode this season? Mm-hmm. Easy, I think so. Ross, same page? Mm, I still liked last episode more, but I think this one was. You think this was the best episode? It was kind of, in the end, like another video game quest, but... Everything that happened in the episode made sense. He did need to help them because they completely fixed his ship. It all made sense logically. Yeah, and he had already helped this city. And those people took out the Mandalorians, the stormtroopers there. He had a personal stake in it as well. It all made sense, but it was just kind of another video game type quest. And 
it did also do a very good job of setting up the next episode because I'm really excited for the next episode and seems like there's going to be a pretty big showdown at the very end again right now and these death troopers that look like Darth Vader-esque when it first showed it from behind the trooper I did think it was a piece of Vader's armor or something dude me too I was, I was like, like what, the what the fuck is happening that's why when I saw it at first I thought maybe oh shoot they're putting the blood baby Yoda blood into these guys but I don't know if they got enough blood from baby Yoda that's why they need <laughs> he needs the he needs it again do you think at this point a piece of Vader's armor would be considered a Sith artifact? Have Sith power? That's true. Well, we fucking seen the helmet, so no. Yeah. <laughs> Maybe Kylo just didn't know how to utilize it, though. Mm, I bet that guy fucking sat there and stared at it and tried to figure that out forever. He was obsessed. And he probably brought that head with him. Probably jacked off near it. So wait, what was your rating? 84. 84. That's good. I thought it was better than the first two episodes, but it was more of a setup episode. Yeah, that's not a negative, though. I like that it moved the plot on along like that. Because I, I totally thought this was going to be a straight filler episode. That's what brought it up for me. Yeah, that it wasn't. That it was setting everything up. Yeah. Yeah, it tied in ways that I did not expect. I did not think the Snoke thing was going to happen. Me neither. Fuck, that uh, was out of this, out of this world. <laughs> That was a good tie. I think the whole concept of cloning Palpatine was dumb, but it's interesting that they tied it into the show directly like that. And the Dark Trooper stuff actually sets up a premise that, to me, it's like, okay, what were you actually going to throw at a Jedi, at Ahsoka Tano? She's going to smoke anything. It's actually not something formidable. It's not. The only thing that really matched up to her before was Darth Vader. That's a good thing that they're tossing in there. It actually gives some weight next episode that it's not like, oh, Mando's just going to kill everyone again. <laughs> yeah, she is extremely powerful. So I think they might use her next episode as like a deus ex machina where the Sith troopers will be fighting Mando and his crew or whatever, whoever he's fighting with. And then I feel like they'll bring Ahsoka Tano in and just have her kind of whoop ass. Yeah, they're going to team up somehow or she's going to turn him down and say, no, I'm not taking that baby. And everything's going to blow up in their face. Yeah, she's only going to be in it for one episode. The thing is, after that, I have no idea what they're going to do. It all depends if people like her a lot. If they don't like her, she's not going to be in another episode. No, sorry, I'm talking about Mandalorian plot. I feel almost that Baby Yoda has to get captured again <laughs> to drag the season out a little bit. You think so? I think Baby Yoda's going to get captured. Wait, what makes you think that Ahsoka Tano is only going to be in one episode? I don't think they want her to come in here and take over the show because this is... Mandalorian. So they're going to have her in one and then it turns into some sort of spinoff that they're plotting out. I bet she'll be in multiple episodes of this season. That makes sense. Yeah, because they'd like to bring back side characters or newly introduced characters in later episodes. Bo-Katan, she was in one. She may be seen at the very end or something, the last part of the season. That'd be cool. I bet she'll have at least one more scene in the remainder of this season. Okay. Yeah, I'm thinking one episode. We'll see though with her. Then the rest of the season, I don't know. It sounds like he's probably going to go back to Tatooine at some point with the Boba Fett tease. And then the finale, Don't no clue. <laughs> I have no idea where you go past the Baby Yoda arc. Maybe it could be the beginning of some kind of war on Mandalore or some kind of arc setting up on Mandalore. Yeah, that'd be pretty sweet, actually. That would be cool. You know what I liked about this episode, too, was that I think I might already said it just that it gave spotlight on some of the other characters. Even like when Mando was gone, it was following the other side characters for a second. And you didn't have, this is the Baby Yoda show. And there was a part of the episode where Baby Yoda wasn't even involved in it. 
it felt like Mando was the main character again for a little bit. And there's a spotlight on those side characters too. I don't know what they're doing with Cara Dune. It almost seems like they're teasing some sort of spinoff with her too, but I don't know about that, man. <laughs> She's kind of a badass though. I don't know if she could carry a show. No, I don't think so. But in this show as a side character, She's pretty strong when it comes to fighting. Right. She's a good trooper. Like helping out shit. Yeah. But it almost seemed at the very end, they were teasing some sort of spinoff of, about her being at the start of the resistance or something like that. Helping found it. Because they played the resistance Possibly. theme a little bit at the end there too. Oh, that's mm-hmm. what that was? Yeah. <laughs> Fuck, dude. That's why you're so fucking smart. I didn't even and fucking think about that. They played... Ludwig does a good job of mixing in the John Williams stuff because it's so different than his sound. He has his own sound and then he mixes in these old things that they sound like the classic Star Wars. When you see the Snoke clone, it sounds just like his score from the other movies, from the sequel trilogy. It even sounds a little bit like the score from when Palpatine is talking to Anakin in the opera scene. That score a little bit too. A follower even replied to me and said, he thought it had a part of it. It sounds like the Kylo Ren score. So I need to go look into that. I can't confirm if that's true or not. But that would be interesting too, that it's like Snoke, Kylo Ren. So maybe it's just the first order tease, which ties to what we're already thinking that Moff Gideon is probably going to be part of the, or this Moff Gideon branch is going to be a part of what becomes the first order. Gordonson does a really good job of tying in light motifs into his score, creating resonation with the character through music. Baby Yoda clearly has his score this season with that sort of mellow, feels innocent scene. I don't know the sound of it. It's the same sound that he played when they are in the spider den and, and frog ladies in the water with all of her eggs and Baby Yoda's walking around. It was that same score. They played it in the school scene. Like he has his own sound too. I need to listen. Didn't he drop his episodes, Ross? It was like 9 through 12. He dropped the score. I'd give it an 85 too. 85. Back-to-back good, solid episodes. Second half of the season, they're actually setting it up that shit has to happen. There's not going to be any filler next episode. The one after that probably won't be either. It's probably going to be whatever happens in this next episode leads right into the next one after that. Yeah, that that is one thing about this season so far is I think they did a good job of listening to some of the criticisms of the first season and taking that into consideration here because a lot of the complaints were with the filler episodes and the weaker episodes, but the weaknesses that were in those, I feel like there's less of them in the second season. Yeah, but all we've gotten is filler episodes. Do you think that they've all been filler? Yeah, besides the first one and maybe this one. Or honestly, actually, maybe just this one. This was the first real one with Moff in so it. So that's what, fucking four. Moff was, he was a hologram in the last one. I guess what I meant to say was that they're making the filler more enjoyable and they're making it better filler than right. the first season. Yes, that's a good point. The There was very bad filler episodes in the first season and i don't think there's necessarily been a bad episode this season that i would put down on the same level as episode four and five it is still filler it is filler yeah something has to happen next episode you can't overlook this whatever is about to go down he's moffs on his ass yeah and i think this season so far where we're at it's getting closer to being overall better than where we were in season one at this point well, right now in season one, this is where it got fucking bad for a second. <laughs> yeah, major dip in quality. It was such a dip. The Sanctuary and then back to back, the Gunsman. That was a low point in The Mandalorian as far as our excitement on it. 
Okay, what else, fellas? Anything? I feel like we could almost wrap this up. All gave our scores. Did yeah. I say what? I said 85, right? Yeah, you said 85. Yeah, I thought it was a good episode overall. Uh, the Baby Yoda scenes were actually probably some of the strongest yet. I loved the first scene. It was the first time this season where it wasn't an intense scene to start the show. It actually went in with some humor. And they did the Cara Dune scene, which was okay. Some part, it was good. And then there was some parts of it that were that were okay. Yeah. Like her backing up with the body and him <laughs> just shooting his blaster directly into the body. That's cheesy. A little bit. No, it's not a little bit. It was like, all right, dude, shoot her leg or something. <laughs> <laughs> Maybe those guys are blind and can't fucking see. I, don't, I know nothing about that species. I don't know. Such a... Ugly little creatures, whatever those things are. Well, that was fun. Baby Yoda in school. That was fun. Then it actually gets into... I remember, look, I remember checking the time when it did all that sort of prelude shit to the rest of the episode. And it was 14 minutes in. I remember checking and seeing that there was about 25 minutes left in the episode. And I was like, okay, good. This is almost a 40-minute episode. There's a lot of length to it. They did a lot of the fun stuff with Baby Yoda at the beginning. And then they actually turned it into a lot of action. There was a lot of action in this episode. So... I was engaged the entire time. The shit with the three-on-one at the end, like what Luke was saying, was a little, all right, guys, TIE fighters can't shoot one little thing flying on the ground. But then it did show that the Razor Crest is a very formidable shit, so that was good. He doesn't even use a scope to track these guys down. This guy's a sharpshooter. Yeah, he's a Mandalorian, so. I was thinking maybe they yeah. would show his helmet, like his helmet sinks with his ship. That would be sick. Damn, that would be sick. And it would make sense that they would have that kind of technology too. Mm -hmm. Maybe they'll reveal that later. That would be so tight, a cool reveal. All right, I think that's it. Thanks for listening, everybody. Follow us at Not A Movie Pod on Twitter. Shout out to Julian, our editor. Great work as always. We love you, man. And I hope everybody had a happy Thanksgiving. All right, we out. Later.